This is Mercy Harper, writer for Research Services at APQC. And this is Marisa Brown, APQC's Senior Principal Research Lead for Supply Chain Management. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to APQC Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today, we're pleased to be joined by Frat Sagi Ophir, co-founder and chief revenue officer of Air Doctor, to hear about her journey from supply chain leader to startup founder. Welcome to the podcast, Ifrat. Thank you. Nice to be here. Thank you very much. So I think we can all agree that supply chains are getting a lot more attention than ever before. But a lot of those average Joes and Janes that are talking about supply chain problems right now don't really know a lot about the people that are hard at work behind the scenes solving those problems, or at least finding ways around them when and where they can. And at APQC, we've worked with young people who are exploring careers in supply chain and want to know more about where such a career could take them. And that's why I'm so glad to have you on the podcast today, Frat, to show your story. So first, can you tell us a little bit about your experiences as a supply chain leader at Better Place? How did you get into supply chain to begin with? And what was most exciting and most challenging about working in this field? Yes, yeah, so thank you for this question. So I started my career supply chain at Intel. I was, the, I was uh, working for Intel in Israel uh, for 10 years. And the, my last position was the head of uh, its uh, procurement department. And, and then I moved to Better Place as a, a supply chain manager. And I think that um, what led me to, to this position, I was in industrial engineering. And then I started my career at Intel, and then I was looking for a change. I, I was an industrial engineer, and I really liked that. But then after a few years, I wanted to make some changes. And then I was offered to, to move to a purchasing department. And I think the purchasing department really suits me because uh, in order to be working a supply chain, you need to have the skills, first of all, to know how to work with people, because at the end of the day, you're working with a lot of people. And you need to have the analytics abilities you know, and to, uh, and the most important is that, as you said, is a sol- uh, ability to solve problems and really, really creative. And the creativity is what, lead, if you can look at my career, it's like something that leads me from one position to another and then to become an entrepreneur and then to open to a startup. It's all in their creativity and their supply chain people. If you're talking to young people, tell them, what do I need to do in order to be a successful in supply chain? So you need to be really people oriented and to be very creative to find all kinds of ways to solve problems. So how do you think that your experience as someone in supply chain helped shape your career trajectory or the path that you went on to help you found these two startups? I think that, and I keep saying it to to myself like every day is that because I was working for Intel, like huge corporation and supply chain, what is supply chain? You need to know the company and you need to know the customers and you need to know the suppliers. You are like in the middle of of a lot of the people surrounding you and you need to understand the needs of each one of them. So you need to understand the needs of the customer, the needs of the suppliers, the needs of the company. So when I was working uh, for Intel, I was working for huge corporation and I understand how huge corporation are built. What are the needs of huge corporation? What are the internal processes? 
what is the internal politics? Unfortunately, there's always politics. <laughs> and now when I'm going to work with Allianz or other companies, huge companies like, uh, I don't know, even TUI, big corporations, I can understand how they work. I can understand the needs. And then I can understand how to work with them. Understand that we need some patience. Understand that we need to find the right person within the organization to work with. And this is very important. When you work in supply chain, one of the most important things for you to understand is who are you working with? Who is the right person for you in the organization, in your organization, in the other organizations that you are working with? Who are the right people that you need to work with? Otherwise, you spend a lot of time wasting your time and doing nothing. So this is, again, the things that... Um, over my career, I really learned how to work in big corporations and then how to, like I started at Intel, so this is a very big corporation which I learned how to work at and how to, especially at supply chain that you really learn and deeply understand the needs of the company and the suppliers and the customers. And then I went to Better Place, which was not a small startup, it was like a mid-sized startup as a supply chain, again, you really learn how the company works and, and the needs of the company. And then I found two different companies, very small ones. And this, now Air Doctor is not small anymore. It, it's relatively small, but not too small. I can say that we are already 57 employees, so it's not too small. And, uh, and then I have the whole understanding of how to work in a very small company in a very big company. And then it helps me like um, to uh, find the cooperation with all the stakeholders that I'm working with. Awesome, thank you. So you've mentioned a couple of different skills um, that you, you, you found to be important in supply chain. You've talked about creativity, you've talked about analytics skills, you've talked about problem solving. Um, stakeholder management, what we might call business acumen, that understanding of how everything comes together in the business. Any other skills or capabilities that you think are key to success in supply chain or, or any thoughts on, on how any one of these skills kind of scales to bring you to that kind of where you've, where you've kind of gotten in your career as someone who's sitting in the C-suite now, someone who has the um, the creativity and the wherewithal to found startups. What do you, what do you think is kind of the most exciting um, skill that you might find originally in supply chain? Yeah. So as I said, first of all, it's to be a people person. You need to like people, to work with people, to find a way to communicate with people. Being a people person is something that you really need a supply chain and you really need if you want to found a company. And I think that for supply chain especially, but for all of us in the pandemic, we learned how to work in an uncertain environment. We don't know. And especially at supply chain, you don't know. You don't know what will happen in the coming two weeks, if there are going to be planes or not, if your goods are going to arrive or not. And for us in Air Doctor, we don't know if there are going to be tourists using our solution or not. We, we need to every day work in an unfamiliar uh, environment, unclear environment, and to be uh, and to adjust, not to be like, this is the way I work, this is how I want, I know how to work, and this is the way I do things. Because if you do that, then 
you are not pivoting, you are not evolving, and then you will be left behind. But if you understand, okay, this is a situation, and especially I think the pandemic, this is the most important lesson for all of us, is to understand how to, to change, how to adopt changes, not to be afraid of changes. And that's with the creativity, because it's saying, okay, I have a new situation now. I understand that I need to do something differently because the way I used to work is not relevant anymore. Then I think differently. And then I have my communication skills so I can uh, talk to people, get some advice, think together, brainstorm together and solve the problems and move on. And if you look at the most successful companies now, post-COVID or nearly post-COVID, let's hope we are post-COVID. <laughs> uh, so you can see that this is what they did. They pivot, they, they learn from the situation and they overcome the situation and find new uh, ways to deal with. Excellent lesson learned from the pandemic right there. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more with you on the need to pivot and deal with change and learn how to adapt. So given all of your experiences now and, and your current view of the role of supply chain as this integral connector that really understands all the different parts of the business, customers and suppliers, what would you say has changed the most in your thinking about supply chain? How has supply chain really evolved since you were on the ground doing that role a um, couple years back? Wow, first of all, Luckily for the people that are doing supply chain now, there is a technology. Like now you can print stuff. When I was working for supply chain, we needed, if you, you want something from plastics, you need to have those tables of plastics. It was a long journey. Now you can just go to a printer, put the thing that you want to print and print it. This is like just one example. So you can do the prototypes very easily. So everything can be much more easy because the technology is much more advanced. One more lesson from the pandemic is that you can do a lot of things virtually. So when I was working for supply chain, we needed to communicate it, you know, always to pick up the phone, to travel a lot, to visit, to have the suppliers come to us, for us to go to meet the customers, for us to go to meet the suppliers. Now we learned that everything can be done virtually. We haven't fly for 18 months and we still did a lot of business, right? So everything can be done virtually. So this is a new skill that we need to adopt. I, I, I don't think we don't need to travel. Of course we need, and of course, face-to-face -face meetings is important. And of course, going to your supplier facility and look and go to the ground and really see for yourself is very important. But if you don't have this, you can do everything virtually and to save a lot of time. And you can go in the morning to Asia, in noon to Europe, in the afternoon to the US, all in the same day <laughs> without the need uh, to travel. And I think that um, this is like the, the, the strength of supply chain now is the technology, all kinds of different technologies. And I gave two examples, but I think they're really struggling because a lot of because of the pandemic, a lot of people need to ship, and we know that a lot of problems with shipment and become very, very expensive. And you can see now that supply chain of cars in the world is like a nightmare. You can't find a car, there are no chips, and the, no one can buy cars now. You need to wait in Israel, for example, you need to wait uh, five months for a car. 
if you want to buy a new one. So there are a lot of big, big challenges. I think the pandemic created a lot of big, uh, important challenges for uh, supply chain. I can share with you that my husband is a cargo pilot. So <laughs> I see that the, the challenges they're facing, they were, they were walking like crazy during the mm -hmm. pandemic because there were no commercial flights. So they were working uh, very hard and they continue working very hard. And it's, it's really, I think it's very challenging for supply chain people in those days because of, of the way and because people are getting used to order everything. I order everything to my house. <laughs> my, my vegetables, uh, my supermarket, everything come to my house and people are getting used to it. And like in you, for you in the US, you press Amazon or whatever and within two clicks, you have whatever you want. So it's very interesting uh, times. Absolutely. Yes, there's a lot going on and this, that's putting more and more pressure on supply chains. Um, Efrat, I've got one, one sneaky bonus question for you, if you don't mind. Is that okay? Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we talked a little bit about skills, but I'm wondering what would you recommend to kind of young supply chain professionals in terms of experiences they might want to uh, look for, whether that's, you know, maybe kinds of organizations that might give them a, a good um, worldview right away or kinds of projects they might want to look at or um, different parts of supply chain, anything you can recommend in terms of experiences they might want to seek out? So I think that when I look at my career, I'm really happy that I, was, I started in a big corporation because I think that working for, to start with in a big corporation, you learn a lot. Although, you know, the, in working in a big corporation, the advantages and disadvantages because first of all, you, you learn a lot because you see much more experienced people and you see how they work and you see the structure and you see how to build projects and how to take something from end to end. The, the, the bad thing for them, not bad, but the disadvantages is that like you are a small part in a huge corporation. It's hard for you to be recognized or someone to hear your voice. And it's like a big machine. So maybe people, I know young people maybe won't like that. But I think to start with in a relatively big company and to learn, that can be very important. And, and to understand that when you start your career, you want to learn. I learned from a lot of people. And I got inspired from a lot of people. And I hope I keep learning. And I hope that now I'm inspiring others. Uh, but it's really important because you build yourself and especially if you have a big ambitions to your career and you want to build companies, you want to do uh, important things, then you, you need to, to build your foundations and, and each one needs to think what is the foundations I want to build for myself, what, the, uh, what skills because and people can, can know themselves and know, you know, I'm very strong, I'm very people person. I'm very people oriented, but I don't know how to, to manage projects. It's hard for me to take a project end to end. And I supply chain, you really need to do that because mm -hmm. you have the ownership of working with a supplier 
and doing everything. So it's very important to do things end to end. And this is something that you want to learn. And then I recommend to go to a company and try to get involved in projects or learn project management or get mentoring for someone that is leading big projects. Or if you know that you're very, very analytics and you know to take things step by step and you really know how to do that, but it's very hard for you to think out of the box. So I will uh, offer you to go to a company that's relatively small, that you must think out of the box. And if you will see people think out of the box every day. And this is what they do for a living. So I think that everyone needs to map themselves to understand what are their strengths and always keep improving with their strength and look for a place that complete whatever you think is, is needed for you. So I can tell you for myself that I know that I'm very good in communication and talking to people, but project management was something that I really wanted to learn how to do and to do it in a structured way. And going to Intel really, really helped me to learn how to be structured, how to work in a big company. And now when I'm building a doctor, I have both ends. So I know how I want to see a big company, but I know that I don't want it to be so structured as Intel. <laughs> I want it to be a little bit more flexible. So I want like one of the big things we want for a doctor, we say when we started the company, uh, my partner, partners and myself, we said we want everyone in the morning when they wake up and think they need to walk to, to go to work, we want them to be happy. If they come to work and they are not happy, we have uh, nothing is worth it. I want them to come here and, and feel satisfied and happy and uh, inspired and, and really take the best out of themselves. And we're trying, I hope we succeed, maybe not all days, but majority of the days people are really happy to come here. So, uh, and this is things that you learn when you go to different size of different kinds of corporations. Mm -hmm. Awesome. No, I really like that. It's, it's seeking out the experiences that kind of fill, fill your gaps and then kind of learning what kind of a vision you might want to see, like kind of get you to that, that startup founder place. That is so cool. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Efrat. Thank you very much for having me. You're very nice and I had a great time. Thank you very much. Awesome. Well, once again, I'm Mercy Harper. And I'm Marisa Brown. Thanks for joining us for this APQC podcast. Please go to apqc.org to learn more about our research, and we hope you have a great rest of your day.